There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Yes, we are. And here we are. What's up, everybody? Let's talk about some Oak Island. Yes. A little bit overdue, but we're here. But we're here. We're going to be talking about Season 8, Episode 12, Digging Their Heels In. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. So, um, this episode aired exactly two weeks ago today. Uh-huh. And we didn't have a regular episode of The Curse of Oak Island last week. That's why this got getting pushed. Um, and we had a big excursion yeah you guys knew we were out of town so. yeah we went to las vegas for a wedding of our friends it was beautiful it was fun and we got to meet a couple of our awesome listeners uh-huh. uh jeff and dana and then you know what jeff and dana went and did what did they go and do they went and wrote uh tri- trivia questions for us last they week they did that was pretty and awesome it was killer so we want to say up front at the beginning it was awesome to meet you jeff it was awesome to meet you dana and it was awesome to win against you playing Oak Island trivia <laughs> because I actually got a play since we didn't write the questions this week. True. And I kind of won. Just yeah. Saying. But you also <laughs> didn't. How didn't I? Because you're a host of a podcast and so so what are you just gonna like keep a deck for yourself or something? No, but I, I'm just saying I won. But Karen, one of our listeners, mm-hmm. uh, also tied me. So she was also a winner. Oh god. And it. then we had uh Kathy and Jen and uh, Mary rounding out the tops. So congratulations to them. If you don't know what we're talking about, you can join us on Monday evenings uh-huh. at facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast to play Oak Island trivia and you could win awesome Oak Island stuff. That's what happens to people that play Oak Island trivia. Yep. Yesterday I spent, oh my gosh, hours. <laughs> he uh, did. He spent a lot of the day prepping stuff for trivia. Well, not well, just prepping catching, stuff for trivia, like uh, catching up from uh, and mailing out prizes. Yes. Like I sleeved and eh, so many Hook Island trading cards. Yeah, because they all come um, with their individual sleeves and yeah. But it was fun and it was cool. And if you don't, if you never played, you, you really owe it to yourself to go and play Oak Island trivia <laughs> Mondays. Yeah, five p.m. Pacific, eight p.m. Eastern. Just do it. it's fun. Mm-hmm. We have a great time. Like there's a like, like this is there's this community i know they all love seeing each other and, and like not sometimes they ignore us and just talk to each other and it's a great. lot of times and it's great and it's fine they're probably doing it. that right now in the chat probably right? so anyway we wanted to just say that it was a lot of fun for like and we're gonna do it again mm-hmm. where someone else is gonna write the trivia questions yep. and i'm gonna play and you get you have a chance to beat me because mm-hmm. i like i literally do not want anything to do with the trivia that week and like uh, when we were with Dana and Jeff, they were like talking to Deidre about the trivia and I'm like plugging my ears. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it because I wanted to be, you know, nice and fresh. And... Well, I just wanted to be like, not, I don't, I didn't want to know anything. Right. I, I know. And it was fun. So I enjoyed it. Thanks, Dana. Thanks, Jeff. It was cool. All right. So should we talk about the first book? I don't we know if you have something first. Uh, Jeff wants to know what's on your hat. Oh. And I think this is a perfect time to mention it. It, it's an ROC hat. That's right. So we had put in an order to um, 
well, to ROC, uh, they have mm -hmm. a rescue ranch, the ROC rescue ranch, and they sell swag. Mm -hmm. So you can go on there and buy some of your own swag. Got a little personal note from Vanessa. Oh my gosh. It, like I freaked out. It made my day. Uh, she's fangirling. I, I'm always fangirling. I'm the worst. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter who it is. I'm always a fangirl. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I have a matching hat. Uh, also got beanie. They have, um, like the, where are they? The face mask, the gators, mm -hmm. uh, that say ROC on them. They have shirts. So go check them out. Support a good cause. Yeah. This is people in the chat when we're live mm -hmm. asking about this hat I'm wearing. Yes. People that are listening just to the podcast because there's, you know, thousands of those people. Yeah, I'm wearing a hat. It says ROC. If you're down with ROC, yeah, you know me. You know, that's all. That's where I'm going to leave that. Okay. And let's just leave that all together and head into the episode. All right. So, digging their heels in. Okay, where do we want to start? They begin uh, at the swamp. Do you want to do swamp action or do you want to do money pit or what? Like, Gosh, it is. That's... There's so much that goes on in the swamp. I feel like maybe we shouldn't start with the swamp. Oh, you want to tackle something else. So you want to tackle the wash table near 10X because that was also a focal point, something that they really. Yeah, let's go wash table and then maybe over to money pit mm -hmm. and then the swamp. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So we have wash table action going on over by 10X. Yes. Uh, Alex, Peter. Dan Hensky, Hensky, yeah, and Hensky. Michael John, yeah, so, also treasure hunter now. Yeah, he got. Did he? Is that an upgrade? Is that oh, like that an upgrade is a total or is, or is promotion? That a, that's a promotion. Promotion. Really? You okay? The week before, basically, he was Billy Gerhardt's employee of the year, and now he's like, nope, I quit. I'm no. I'm, I'm taking my life in a different direction. I'm now a treasure hunter. Well, Billy's a treasure hunter and still works you know, like under his name. So yeah. why can't he be a treasure hunter for the Gearheart umbrella? Too? I, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. 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 He is. He's so, a wash table <laughs> engineer. He's an expert. He knows what it's about. He most significant finds off the wash tables here have come from Mr. Michael John. That's true. All right. So they're searching spoils from case on eight B, mm -hmm. which was 10 feet Southwest from um, one of our favorite boreholes. OC-1. Yes, 10B, no, 10B, 8B is from last year. Mm -hmm. um, and we hear kind of like what, uh, what do I want to say? Doug says when they go over to the book bindery mm -hmm. that they've been w going through spoils that they ran out of time from from last year. Yeah, like we didn't even hear of this. Yeah, so at the time. So. I would like to point out how nice and like round and like a spot on number this is 8b mm -hmm. instead of they had a 9.5 later on so it's a little bit yeah but this is from last year <laughs> 9.5 is fine it's all the other cattywampus stuff that know. doesn't go with the grid d 9.25 was my favorite so dash 6249er <laughs> walkie talkie uh, speaking <laughs> of uh, i wanted to say so over at uh one of our favorite podcasts uh the Curse of Oak Island and beyond. Yes, mm -hmm. we love other podcasts. Uh, they are interviewing Laird and Guppy. Laird, Guppy. And they're looking we for- We did that once. We did. It was a blast. We I had them it. on, geez, we had them on- We had them on for a pregame. Yeah, the pregame like, before the season started. 
the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we interviewed them last year. And actually, they're both going to be back for postseason. What? Can't tell the bad. Like, for our podcast? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we're chatting with them after. Um, Sounds like fun. But I wanted to say that they were looking for questions, like, in, in the group. They have a little do thread you have going. Their, how do you submit questions to them? Do you have your email? Their email? Well, what you do is join their group, the mm-hmm. Curse of Oak Island and beyond. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can watch their podcast. But there's a thread in there about, you know, looking. If you have questions to ask, submit them there on that. Uh, just because as the chat gets going, you know, sometimes we get so- missing questions. What I was trying to get to mm-hmm. is I have a question to submit and why mm. why in the world the naming has changed. Because, you know, I've never talked about how much it bothers me. Oh, my gosh. Get over it. <laughs> Living with me has to be a horrible, horrible thing. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're so sweet. I like it. I like it pretty good. You like it pretty Good. Yeah, so um, their podcast over mm-hmm. there on the the Curse of Oak Island and Beyond, mm-hmm. it's only like a live stream at this point, right? Yeah, but you can. Uh, they also They're live stream it over to YouTube and Twitch at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Freeman, I forgot the numbers on there. Jeff, if you're here, throw throw the name in or Linda. Uh, I want like actual podcast. Can we get can we get them to do like uh where I could download it and like over it on iTunes and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I know they were talking about uploading we it. We need that guys. That'd be good. Stream. I like I like if you don't have time, we'll I hook you up. I consume my podcast that way. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well anyway, go there and participate. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So back to carry on. Carry back- on. Back to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> back to um oh look Look in the chat. There's Jay something. Oh, uh, yeah. So Jay Freeman. Nine... No, no, it's Jay Free. Jay Free. Jay Free. 906. 906. Uh, I believe on... that's on Twitch and on YouTube okay. that you can find it for the live stream. So go find them. Give Thank them some you, love. Jan. They're good people. All right. Alex, Peter, Dan Hensky, Michael John. We just, uh, yes. okay. They're doing wash table stuff. They're finding 8B. stuff. 8B. They find some wood first, right? Yes. A little H- chunk of wood. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hensky pulls it up and he says it, you know, looks like a piece of plain wood. Yeah, so, like, it's like, been worked. He's got his tool. Yeah, his stick. Yeah, Dan's you know, stick. He's like, he's got his tool and he's like, oh, they're poking, poking <laughs> stuff. It didn't look like table. a bone this time. It looked more like a stick. Yeah, it yeah. looked very stick-like. Yeah. So, um, then Alex, mm-hmm. you know, Lagina, you know, our, our hero um like his sister's hero too apparently you remember right. that yeah when she blew up the giant superhero that was pretty good <laughs> anyway he's out there looking he finds something incredible he does he picks up what looks to you know be a big piece of leather mm-hmm. and is like whoa what's this looks to be leather and he hands it to peter peter's like yeah it's definitely leather dude and he said like peter said you know it kind of looks like something from a boot like mm-hmm. a, like a heel like a heel of a boot and so yeah, I mean, looks like okay. And then right after that, like literally, Dan Hensky pipes up and says, "Yeah, that, that looks like about 1400s. And yeah, it's they, like they, Dan Hensky. Give it to Dan. Yeah. Like, what do you think of that? Yeah, it looks like a piece of footwear. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, it'd be some from like 1400s. And Alex laughs at him. Oh, who? Everybody would laugh at that. You know? And Hensky's just thinking, mm, looks Hensky's like something like, from the 1400s to me. Dan Hensky's looking at like. Yeah, well, I'm carbon dating it right now, yo. <laughs> I know. The guy triangulates things in his head. He can carbon date in his head. Like, 
he has every superhero known to mankind. He's like, oh yeah, there's a sluice way over here. You want to know where uh, this random shaft is? Let let's (laughs) take Laird Niven's advice and just ask Dan where the treasure is. Go stand there, and we're gonna dig. That's what they should do. But Mm -hmm. whatevs. Because Dan's the man. Yeah, he sure is. So, <laughs> anyways, Alex laughs. We all know what comes later. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. So, um, yeah, they bag it and bag you know, it, tag it. And uh, what did Alex say? Something like that could be a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So, could it be? Maybe. It but the piece of leather Steve found definitely can't be, apparently. Yeah. So, they're kind of done with that. But mm-hmm. then, uh, should we go on to the end of the show where they date that or? Yeah, we can. Why we don't we do that? That, that kind of rolls together. So in the well, bo- I guess we should do the the field, field trip. trip. Field trip. Yeah, field trip to the Dawson Print Shop in Halifax. We had Mr. Charles and Mr. Doug. Yes. Um, tag team in a field trip, and like literally, Doug's like, "Oh, I love this place." He's and like, he's I like, love- town and just they look so happy the sun's out like charles has his hair did and they're <laughs> they're, they're out to have a good time yeah they're ready yep ready to hit the road and so doug and charles they uh, meet with joe landry mm-hmm. a rare manuscript conservator and leather expert yep and they brought him a couple pieces of leather leather to check out not just that heel but another piece of leather mm-hmm. what was that from so that one was from borehole 8a mm-hmm. and then this one was from eight yeah but B. the 8a one mm-hmm. you found that originally i don't think that's guptill's oh, leather oh I thought, I thought that was i thought that's what you're harping on about i was but then as i'm going through and taking my notes i was like wait a second i don't think it came out of that case on the spoils well, they were going through because wasn't it oc1 that they pulled out what that Michael John pulled it out and Steve was like, oh yeah, it's a book. Yeah. I and mean, he's like, this could be the best, the biggest uh, yeah. find of the year. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then Laird came over and crushed his dream. Exactly. And that's like, that's always, that's hurt your heart. It, it does. It really hurts my heart that Laird's this dream. Cr- I rewatched the pregame interview we did with them <laughs> yeah. and it made me laugh just because we hear about, you know, Laird's nickname and how Laird is giving Steve a hard time and says, sometimes it's just a rock and not a diamond. <laughs> Steve's very proud because he found less rocks this year. Good job, Steve. We're proud of you, too. He found leather. <laughs> I don't well, know. Michael I just want to know if that leather was tested, too. OC1 isn't far from 8A and B. And we got a solution channel in there. That shoe yeah. could have been all kinds of mixed up. Nine to ten feet, right? Yeah, seriously. And how far did the toonie travel? 10 feet. There you go. Look at that. It all coming together, right? <laughs> all right. So Doug says that they're from uh, different caissons. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two things they wanted to look at. Yeah, but they look similar and are wondering if they're possibly from the same object or associated in some way. Mm-hmm. And Joe says it's not likely to be from a book binding, mm-hmm. um, but because it, it's not the way that leather would attach to a book. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says that based on the weight and the way that the holes were punched in these two sides indicate a garment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it would probably be like a nice, a finer. Fancy. A fancy or someone with money would have commissioned it. Yeah. So like literally that's like Charles's thing this year. He's like, is this, is this high end? Like yeah, he says that about he, everything. 
He wants to know if the knob is high end. He yeah. wants to know if the clothes are high end. Charles, I want to know if your clothes are high end. <laughs> he was wearing Columbia on this uh, episode at okay. the uh, bindery, in case you're wondering. It's high end, sure. No, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's good outdoor wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's just funny. Because uh, this leather had many uh, very fine holes. Mm -hmm. Indicated something very expensive because, like, it took more time to make. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't just thrown together. Yeah, you wouldn't, something that would be less expensive. You're not going to, you don't want to spend as much time on it, right? So mm -hmm. you're going to space the holes further apart than something like this. So this isn't just your typical work boot that you're going to trash or someone that would have been uh, a worker in the shaft. This is, this is nice stuff. Maybe these are the emperor's new clothes. Somebody lost their favorite shoe. That's all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. Somebody did. Somebody. All right. So um, <clears throat> Doug points out that had it been laborers, they would not be wearing clothes that took so much time to make because yep. that's what the guy was kind of indicating. These, whatever this is, it took a long time, longer to make because it was more it intricate, more mm -hmm. uh, just fancy. Yeah. So. Just go same. Uh Besides that, let's so now, see. then after that, they show him the shoe part, the like the leather heel ish yeah. looking thing. All right. And so, based on the weight of the leather and the shape, he said it would probably be from a higher end shoe, more mm -hmm. wealthy customer. Charles adds that it could have been owned by an officer or sea captain. Mm -hmm. So, maybe. Yeah. Well, why, <clears throat> why not? They have lots of theories with military and sea captains. And maybe Columbus came by to take a look at what what the work was doing and his shoe got caught in a in a pit in a despair pit of despair <laughs> and it like ate it alive i, I don't know yeah maybe all right so yeah. um <laughs> he they do point out that it can be carbon dated because yes. it is an organic material and that that they agree that it needs further investigation so guess what that's what they do of course and then we get results the results the results are in i feel like maury provich or whatever right <laughs> The lie detector test has determined that is Columbus's shoe. <laughs> That's pretty good. <clears throat> That's pretty, pretty, pretty good. And so in the final war room, which is where we get the results, there's a bunch of people there, oh whether gosh. on the screen or mm -hmm. in the room. Marty, Rick, Jack, Laird. Gary. Gary, Charles, Craig, Scott, Steve. Alex, Doug. Doug. Like, <clears throat> everyone wants to know. It's a who's who. Well, Except, Rick, where's Billy? He's Billy. working. No, he's probably at the other head of the table that this didn't that's, catch on. A, uh, that's true. You know, that you can't see with the camera. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah, like everybody's there and they're just like talking to Dr. Krista Brousseau, mm -hmm. right? and they're just, Which was great to see her again. Yeah. Well, we've seen her a couple times this year. Right? I know. So, yeah. I, I like hearing from her. She's always got good analysis. Yep. And, you know, she's like, no nonsense. She's like, hey, this is just what it is. Yeah. This is it. She's like, I hope at the end, she's like, I hope it was helpful. They're like, yeah, it was yeah, like, she's the kind of person I'm, I'm glad the show has people like mm -hmm. her because you're, you're like, you, you could just look at her and know she's not like embellishing anything for the show. No, she's, you know, she's just like, no, nope, straightforward. No BS. what it is. And you know, this is it. <laughs> so she's I a like layered. She is a layered. She will crush your dreams if they need to be crushed. Yeah. But man, did you see some of Laird's uh, reactions in this? Oh my session? gosh. He's just like. I 
I loved it. I loved it. And there was like aha moments. I swear there were like light bulbs coming up over Laird's head that like wouldn't shut no, off. And Laird was like, no. Yeah. Like, like I could see it in his face almost where he like, okay, so negative negative Nevin, your dreams got crushed. Or almost, or maybe maybe we that's crushed, what Jack but, was feeling like. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. We'll get there. When, yeah, but yeah. like Laird was like, wow, like maybe I do need to like learn something about the money pit after all because <laughs> yeah he likes everything else <laughs> yeah we talked to Larry and he's like yeah money pit man but like everything else is like well yeah. this kind of like i'm trying to put question to get together mm -hmm. to speak with laird about at the end of the year and because just thinking of we talked to him right before this all started mm -hmm. you know they couldn't really say anything i'm really <laughs> interested to follow up on some questions i have for the trial team mm -hmm. it, it's gonna be good i can't wait speaking of laird he had too many friends on facebook he did have too many friends on facebook <laughs> yeah let me look but this up real quick i he was like okay you have to convert to a page but anyways he made a page and which is how we share our podcast via facebook because it's public to everybody you can follow along you can get the content yeah you, know? you, you can like like legit not even click like or follow on us and still be able to see our stuff yeah absolutely so, um that's what Larry Larry. yeah yeah he his, he has a brand new facebook page that you need to go out there and like Please because do. like legit it's crazy Oh what man, he's sharing? sharing so much awesome stuff. Yeah, so it's called Oak Island Archaeology. Mm -hmm. Go check it out. Like, like it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like he's posted so many pictures of like last year's stuff from uh, the digs that they did out in Smith's, Smith's Cove. Cove, and yeah, the last couple oh years stuff we've never seen. We always see Close him ups. walking around with the camera. Close ups of the U shaped structure, people. <sighs> yeah, like okay, I can't even like. Let me look through here. Oh, he um, shared this morning evidence that St. Uh, Kilda was inhabited 2,000 years ago. And it's like some other mm -hmm. archaeological thing because he shares more than just Oak Island archaeological stuff. It's amazing. Oh, it no, it's seriously amazing. It's so well done. He's jumped in and just really gone for it and shared some really great stuff. He's you know answering questions and... I think his goal is kind of to dispel dispel any myths that are out there about archaeology. And, yep. and it's great. It's a great way for, like, if you've got kids that are interested in archaeology, well, I mean, this is like the real stuff. It is. Like, it's, what a great way to share. It's the good stuff. Yeah. So he has images that he posted from his first archaeological survey of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. You know, so go check him out. Definitely worth a follow, worth a like. I like it. Like I me. like it. I'm cool. <laughs> be like me. I'm cool and I follow. <laughs> Don't be like Dustin. Be like me. <laughs> I'm way cooler than you. Okay. I think we actually had this discussion yesterday. Yeah. And well, it came out with I'm cooler. Okay. You probably are. <laughs> okay, right, so back to the war you know, you know room. Back to the war room. Wait, you know who's really cool? Craig Tester. Oh my gosh. And I love his facial expressions when he's, when he's holding back like juicy information anytime he's getting ready to deliver dates mm -hmm. especially if you know they're just like wild he gets this smirk and he's like, <laughs> he's like guess what he loves to deliver these yeah they tee him up right mm -hmm. they're like craig we have you know it's really funny what so 
like Marty has the paperwork right there. Okay. Yeah, later on shows like the dates and everything. But I know, like deep down, I know that Craig says you can't look at this. Oh until yeah, I give you this information because like their reaction is very genuine. They're oh like, yeah, whoa, 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 what? Because Craig know? loves to deliver the shocker. Yeah. You know, and it's so good. It, he does a great job. They're like, okay, you have the spike or whatever it is. The, it, this time, the leather, right? Yeah. So he is like, it's kind of like sometimes it's it's a head scratcher, or <laughs> uh, but he says there's in regards to the leather, mm -hmm. uh, there's two different time periods, but they're so close together and the gap's so small that it's basically one time period. It's like a couple of years or something. So you're yeah. like, okay, so maybe it didn't happen during those three years. <laughs> um, so if you push it all together, then you're looking at it being 95% sure that the dates are 1492 to 1662. What? Like, That's like insanity. That 1492 number is insanity. Insanity. And you know what? Hensky's going, who's laughing now? Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Named it. <laughs> Carbon dated it in my head. Yeah. That's that guy. That's a Hensky for you. He's, I'd say he's. So later on, yeah. or like in this episode, uh, Gary mm -hmm. does a full Drayton. Yeah. Well, Hensky did a full Hensky right there. Like, that's, yeah. just, that's all, that's all Dan Hensky. Yeah. Dan the man Hensky. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. He is. Yeah. So Marty is shocked. Alex yeah. Gobsmacked. is shocked. Yeah. And then uh, I'm looking at Deidre's notes and she says, I guess Dan Hensker is right. LOL. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. So um, Jack says this is overwhelming information. And Marty says, I mean, Columbus could have been wearing the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughs, you know, because he's not being serious. It, but but he so, is. No, he's not. He is. He's no, because technically he could have been. No, he couldn't have been. Yes, he could have. Columbus didn't go that far north. Okay. You don't know that right now. I mean, Oak Island's an enigma wrapped in an <laughs> anomaly or whatever. And yeah. we are literally changing North American history here. So you have no idea about Columbus's shoe and whether or not it's in the not bottom of the money pit anymore. It probably wasn't Columbus's shoe, but what well, else? I got it 95% sure it was. Okay, so Columbus <laughs> like didn't land on the mainland, you know. Have you spoken okay, to well... Columbus personally? <laughs> then no, I didn't think so. Okay, let's go on. Okay, carry on. All right, so you wrote here that Laird looks like he's about ready to fall off his chair. He does. <laughs> like he's shocked. Laird's at the head of the table, and I I feel like Craig told him to sit there. Yeah, because you need the shot. Probably, and so the late date. Mm -hmm. The 1662. Mm -hmm. That's still 140 some years prior to the discovery of the money pit. Like, why is this piece of leather like 100 and what is it, 50 feet or something mm -hmm. down, like in the money pit? Why? How? Why? So, why? And it wouldn't, I mean, they wouldn't have necessarily been burying something new, right? Okay. You're burying older things. So maybe it was 100 years old when they went to go bury it. But still, why? Why? Like, legit, why is somebody's shoe 100 feet down in the money pit, uh, like, in the 1600s? Please answer me this question. Or the 1500s. Or Riddle the 1400s. Please. Like, it just makes no sense. And mm -hmm. I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. And so, Laird's shocked. You know, Rick asks Doug about what Joe Landry said about the leather. And mm -hmm. Doug says that 
uh, it's something that they didn't expect was that uh, he felt it was more refined and a dress type of boot, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Charles probably thinking to himself, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I lost my shoe. No, no, no. Charles is like, um, he, cause I said it earlier. He's, he's the one like really mm. wanting the high end stuff. Yeah, exactly. And he's a high end buyer or something. He's a high end <laughs> He's very invested in, you know, <laughs> he, he's becoming more of the spendables guy. Yeah. He's like, right? he's like the new Dave. Yeah. He's hashtag team Dave right now. Mm. And so yeah, so it wasn't a work boot. It was something and they expected it would be. Yeah, well, you would expect it would be because, mm-hmm. like, literally, you look at who's digging these pits. It's not the guy that's in charge, mm-hmm. you know. So why is the guy in charge in a hole 150 feet deep? Why do you leave his shoe? <laughs> Maybe they like tricked him. Remember when Jack was like digging his own grave over? <laughs> oh like, maybe they'll go back later and find like Jack's shoe shoved in a hole down there because it got stuck. Maybe they tricked Columbus <laughs> in the same way. They're like, just a little bit further. The scan says it's over there. And then he's like a really eager digger and he's like, Rah! Columbus is not digging any holes. You don't know. Have you talked to Columbus? <laughs> no, I didn't think so. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. So I win. Jack says to Laird, are you starting <laughs> to believe there might be treasure here? But he says it with this glee on his face. Yeah, like he like he won one against yeah. Laird. Yeah, he's like, like gotcha. are you starting to believe? He's like, gotcha. Yeah. It, it feels like a Peter Pan moment where he's like, <laughs> Do you believe? And Laird's like, Well, it's indisputable. <laughs> right? You, yeah, you, you can't, can't, you can't just, argue with the science. Right? Yeah. Uh, Gary uh, points out that 1492 piece of leather could be significant. It would be significant anywhere in North America. Duh. Anywhere. Anywhere. But it could be 1500s and it could be like beginning of the 1600s. It could be so. 1492. It could be 1493. <laughs> but there's like two years in there, it wouldn't be because yeah. we smashed those together. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy. Uh, it is. And I mean, Rick. And even uh, Marty both are like using Gary's words. They said they're gobsmacked. Yeah. We're all gobsmacked. Gobstoppered, gobsmacked. And then Gary has to pipe up at the end. He's like, Templar, baby. Or of no, course. not Templar. No, medieval. Yeah, medieval, medieval baby. baby. Yeah, well, one of, you know, full, full Drayton. A full Drayton. Yeah. So, anywho. I anywho. Mean, that's kind of what we know about that leather piece. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very exciting. It is exciting. I'm, um. I'm gobsmacked. Like, what is that piece of leather doing in a hole, like, on a island in the North Atlantic, you know, from so long ago? Like, way before Daniel McGinnis. Way mm-hmm. before those, you know, Anthony Vaughn and John Smith. Way before those guys. Like, mm-hmm. it's indisputable. Like, it's look indisputable. at the science. The, yeah, the science. Duh, the science. The science. Hey, let's talk about uh, the other war room with uh, Krista Brousseau. Oh, so that one... Oh, my bad. We jumped over one. Mm-hmm. That's well, we okay. went all the way to the one at the end because of the spoils table. Yeah. But, I mean, we had a couple. Mm-hmm. So, we had a war room where we... Well, I mean, we were already kind of talking about this. And this is where she... Because uh, two weeks ago, they found in the OC1 spoils the spike, right? Yeah. That and, came and up it... from Michael John. He's yeah. like the finder of things. He's the finder of things. Yeah, but this is the one that had like the cement on it. Mm-hmm. And what they were determining could possibly be cement. We mm-hmm. saw that in the drilling down episode before the season aired. And this this is just so fascinating to me. Because we have the Rosehead Spike and she particularly was looking at the cement-like material. Mm-hmm. Which she said has low calcium, 
mm-hmm. and manganese, which is inconsistent. Manganese, which is inconsistent with natural or Portland cement, so like a common cement. Yes. Yeah, it's the most common cement you can get. Mm. Uh, this material is uh, much more similar to like a low calcium, she said, a fly ash cement. Um, and it also had a very high iron content, so like 15%. It's cool. like, all right. Yeah, so the Portland cement mm-hmm. or natural cement would have had a higher calcium content of at least 30%, but more commonly 40 to 60%. Mm-hmm. And to her, it looks like this is much more like the, the fly ash or coal ash cement. Mm-hmm. And we know we've seen coal, right, from all over the island. Mm-hmm. Well, charcoal. Yeah, charcoal, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I, this is pretty cool and impressive, though, because, like, I, who, who is it? Um, Marty. Mm-hmm. He says at some point, like, if you were to use that kind of stuff and wrap... Mm-hmm you know the so-called maybe chapel vault in Mm -hmm. it it could have been basically waterproof for thousands of years you know until they penetrated it and like uh got a hole in it so now it's filling up and the water can't get out filling up (laughs) with water yeah well it was like 120 some years ago when they did that so yeah it's pretty full it's filled up which is probably why it sunk to the bottom yeah it's way heavier now and like you know yeah that's exactly what happened Mm -hmm. The the dan uh Blankenship test. Yeah, the Dan Blankenship test. You put the wood in the water, if it sinks, boom. We'll get to that in a few. Mm -hmm. But I thought something that was really interesting Mm -hmm. is that, like you said, being associated with the chapel vault, but Marty goes on to explain how it would be like the wood box coated in the cement, Mm -hmm. coated in clay. Mm Mm-hmm could make it waterproof for that long and yeah yeah it's crazy yeah i see agnes says that we froze but i'm looking at my yeah well this, it says that was at 10 minutes in so i i think we haven't been getting chat for a long oh, time oh no i i've been watching it and oh. we are oh okay yep we're good so um yeah i mean this is just amazing stuff like who would have thought that <laughs> okay they're drilling and they find uh this rose-headed you know spike and mm-hmm. it has cement on it yep and it's not like the common cement so it's like what is that doing down there like why yeah and if we buy into this idea of the chapel vault that they had discovered right we've all seen the animation where the drill goes down mm-hmm. comes up with gold and the vi on it the paper yeah the paper parchment my bad parchment and a pear tree <laughs> no part that's partridge oh my bad um Sorry. And this is kind of the first time we've seen any real evidence of that since the first discovery of it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they've been looking for this for a really long time. Very, very long time. Um, but besides that, Rick asks uh, Dr. Brousseau if she has like the information on the spike itself, because they had sent that over for analysis. Yep. And she does. So she's got the rosehead spike and it has clean iron, which means no manganese. No manganese. Could it be? The style of the spike is pre-1790. And the lack of manganese indicates it would be pre-1840. 
Because that still means it could be like 1400 1500 1600 Yes. But it's definitely just based off of the information she has you know we know it's definitely at least pre the 1840 gotcha. and she says um it does have some phosphorus in it about 0.5 percent which would seem to indicate that this nail likely came from the uk based off of the phosphorus levels we've seen of iron coming out of there and okay so let's say this nail did come from the uk mm-hmm. uh, we know charles a while back we were talking about these nails that came up in some of the analysis no it was doug not charles uh said they probably would have told the blacksmith ahead of time hey we just need you to make us a ton of nails they would have commissioned a bunch of them well if this typically would have come from the uk then at least in this particular story on the island yeah that maybe that's the origination point well they were finding the uh ox shoes that were mm-hmm. uk based mm-hmm. like at least that's the style they were mm-hmm. but we've also found you know spanish things in the swamp and like i say lots are there two stories going on too. at different times yeah. or is this something that was picked up by pirates i mean what what we don't know. Yeah, Marty kind of thinks he's playing the hardest game of Clue the world has ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's <And> mind-boggling. <laughs> it was the Rosicrucians in the swamp with the Bobby Dazzler. I don't know. <laughs> like, that that's You're, pretty intense. I, I see a board game coming. The thing that it's with is, like, the killing weapon. So they killed somebody with a Bobby Dazzler in the maybe swamp? Maybe. It was made of uh, glass. <laughs> hey, maybe they the pine tar kiln is actually, like, a glass kiln and they were like blowing glass and like making these um secret recipes written in code and they were like popping out the gemstones to kill people with no listen they were popping out the gemstones and putting glass ones in and keeping the real ones for themselves Mm. it was like a a bait and switch this is highly unlikely written in code this this feels more like a heist movie i'm going down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, so Rick kind of wraps up the meeting with Dr. Brousseau, and thanks to her, thanks everyone to come for coming to the meeting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's that's kind of what we got for those sort of meetings and the analysis of things. So. Correct, Amundo. All right, so now do you want to talk about? There's like two things left to talk about: the swamp and the money pit. Both <laughs> are rather large areas this year. Yep. So do you want to talk about the money pit first or the swamp? You first? pick. Um. <sighs> I guess we'll talk about, yeah, let's just do the money pit. Let's knock out the pit. Oakley, Oakley, the pit of despair. No, the pit of money. It's been, it's been the, it has been both the pit pit of despair despair and the pit of money for the past 225 (laughs) years. The pit of money despair. Yeah. So Terry and Charles are hanging out Uh with Brennan, the uh, guy that's uh, the lead from choice sonic drilling. Uh And they have a, uh, core drilling operation designed by Craig Tester that they're still working on. Yep. And it's being used in hopes of tracking a possible path of a tunnel discovered in Borehole OC1. Brennan walks over and starts uh, talking with Terry about what's going on because they see a bunch of wood suddenly. And it's like all over the table, mm-hmm. like in the latest choice sausage, right? Yep. Brennan asks if this, if, if this is something substantial. Mm-hmm. And Terry's response is, it has all the appearance of a shaft in the area where we have no real records. So it's an unknown shaft. Dun, dun, dun. Could it be? Yeah. I mean, it could be. 
So mm -hmm. Clotworthy chimes in and let us know they're in Borehole C9, which is the one we saw at the preseason mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. And so we'll get a little excitement there. And they've discovered a wooden shaft about 95 feet deep underground. Okay. And the question now is, is it from a previous searcher, original money pit, flood tunnel? You know, we're, we're chasing it. So, all of the above? Yep. Yeah. And Terry points... Probably not all the above. Probably not. It's like an intersection. <laughs> uh, Terry points out that this core, uh, they have a solid section of shaft wall, mm -hmm. which is pretty unusual. You know, you don't usually drill straight down they got the lucky. wall. Yeah. Um, which is good. Sometimes you need a little luck in treasure hunting. Uh, Rick and Craig show up to check things out. And Terry's showing them the piece that came up around 95 feet. And we can see some of it shaped. You know, it's been planed uh, at about like a 45 degree. Oh, well, he's saying it. this piece would have been like 45 degrees to the run of the drill. So it would have been lane, not 90. So that way <laughs> compared to the drill. But I don't know where the drill is because the drill could have been walking. If you say so. I do say so, actually. So yeah. there's that. Yep. So they take the piece of wood and Charles says, hey, let's do the bland dink, bland, Dan Blankenship test. And I'm like, Dan Blankenship test? He has a test named after him? I guess. And so, um, oh, that was uh, where Rick and Craig had come into. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, Rick asks if they have a bucket. And so let's do the Dan Blankenship test. And if you drop the wood into the bucket and if it sinks, Charles informs us that it is much older. Yes. If it floats, it's newer. If it floats your boat, it's new. <laughs> Charles drops it in, drops the wood in, and it sinks right down into the bottom. And he's like, yep, that's been in there a very long time. I meant to uh, do some Googling as to why, but I'm assuming it has to do with the density and being under water and having that material in it. Well, but... if it's soaked up so much water over the centuries and there's nothing and left, and... There's, there's no part that's untouched by water left, mm -hmm. you know. It becomes be, one with becomes, the water. It becomes part of the solution water. channel, not the solution. The solution would just be give us the treasure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Craig is interested to see the rest of the sausage. And so they, uh, the next casing they bring up is between 98 feet and 108 feet. Uh -huh. So a 10 foot long sausage. And Rick finds a large chunk of wood in it. And Charles uh, checks the entire section with his pinpointer uh, metal detector. Uh-huh. Uh, toward one of the ends, like when he got to the end, he kind of hear him say, you know, hear a beep, 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 beep. And he says, oh, oh, please be a coin. Please be a coin. Like he's like over there like. I know, his first thing, please be a coin. Yeah. Wouldn't, that would be amazing, Charles, but come on. Hey, that's all. That's what they need from the money pit. It really is. So. Well, they got a toonie. Yeah. And so he. <laughs> That'd uh, be so funny if it was a toonie. He was like, mm -hmm. please be a coin. And it's like Marty's toonie. Again? Oh, whatever yeah and so uh rick says hey let's get gary down here the you know is that throwing shade on charles like charles you know yeah you're good and you're enthusiastic and everything but we need a real metal detector to come down here and check this out i think gary's equipment's gonna be stronger he's been doing it longer um but for it to i mean this island mm -hmm. it we're known for equipment malfunctions right mm -hmm. so it's like he gets it it disappears we're like okay we gotta call in the big guns let's call in gary mm -hmm. 
so they do. They do. Gary shows up, and they seem to be having the same issues. So he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, where Charles got a hit, he didn't." Yeah. So he's like, "Fine, we'll check the whole thing." Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna keep checking the whole thing," and then he does get a hit, mm-hmm. and he scoops up a piece of wood. Right. Yes. And then he's like, "Yep, yeah, well, I'm gonna turn up the max sensitivity." He's he gets the hit. He hands that wood to Rick Lagina. Mm-hmm. And what does Rick Lagina do with it? Well, he immediately like, he is immediately it. to crack that thing open because <laughs> you know Gary seems kind of like, oh yeah, you know you should crack it open. And Craig gets to take a little look at it, and then he's like, "Give it! I'm gonna crack that bad boy open." And he goes for it. He just yeah, he just like jams in. in some kind of. Uh, it's like a putty yeah yeah, Yeah. it was yeah whatever you have laying around that cracks wood open i guess yeah i mean like a screwdriver would have done right Mm -hmm. um yeah so they open it up they find a little a little nail Mm -hmm. and gary's like hey if it's square it's gonna be really old if it's round it's modern so luckily for all of us it was a it was a square shaped nail yes and we saw that so that's cool yeah a find is a find and so gary says you're looking at you know 1700s or earlier he he says all the way back to roman and i'm going not roman but pre-1700s all right and clotworthy's like hey it's a square nail <laughs> i'm like it is robert clotworthy it, it is. is yeah so uh they come back to the money pit mm-hmm. and they, they had a break there then we have marty charles terry and steve hanging mm-hmm. out Marty comes over to the money pit and says, Hey, Charles, this better be good. You're like, calling me. It's better be good, guys. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, wow, man, Marty must have been on something really. Uh, but he was also very chipper. He was. He, he's been quite happy this year. Like zippity doodah. Mm-hmm. Zippity yay. Yeah. My, oh, my. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. So apparently, Marty received good news a potential find out of uh, Borhole. C eight point C dash eight point five. Yeah, and Charles seems seems Charles tells him that they seem to have hit a piece of rounded wood, mm-hmm. which speaks to an older piece of lumber instead of something newer, more modern. So this piece in the in C dash eight point five came up at forty feet. Yeah, that's pretty shallow for these guys. It is, but. You got to remember <clears throat> Dunfield, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when he pushed everything in. This is outside of the I, Dunfield edge. Okay. Though. But like. This is Tupper. We, they think it's the Tupper shaft. And yeah, shafts have to start at the top. I get it. Yeah. So there's going to be Doesn't wood all the way through. Hey, um, that piece of wood looked mm-hmm. like it was way bigger than the four inch uh, borehole that the choice sausage comes out of. Yes. And like I told you like it split yeah well that didn't enter my brain at the time and i was just thinking like wow this thing's way bigger than can come out of this borehole like what like it was like i'm here to help thank you to explain logistics i guess sure. is that even i don't think that's the right word it's the way things work <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so um yeah charles says they're excited about this and he and doug are pretty sure that this comes from the tupper shaft uh-huh. and it's something we had never heard of at least i never heard of yeah heard of i mean i shaft? think we probably heard of it in like earlier seasons but mm-hmm. there's been so much searching going on and there's so much information there's it's so many easy. shafts it's hard to keep track of i know that's why they have steve now to take care of all the tracking 
stuff. Thank you, Guppy. Thank you, Sir Stephen of Guptill. So Tupper Shaft in 1850. Mm-hmm. Um, so Churro Company comes in. They're the second major attempt to retrieve the treasure vault. And so they go down. Let's see here. So their engineer goes down to the depth of 98 feet, just off of what they the original shaft that was dug. Yeah, the one is. that flooded. Yeah. And then they start to dig laterally over kind of like underneath the money pit at a hundred. No. Yeah. At the 98 feet, they dug over to it. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to 109, the tunnel uh, starts flooding again. No. In the money pit. Could it be? The flood tunnels strike again. Ugh. Laird in the flood tunnels of doom. Poor guy. Man, if I go back in time, I go to Oak Island and be like, guys, you don't need the flood tunnels. Just stop. Just sit in the tree. Nobody's ever gonna before, find it. Or like Anthony Vaughn and them show up and be like, guys, bad idea. We need to record all this yeah. and don't go be on the 90 foot stone. Let's actually get this deciphered. Yeah. Hmm. So are you gonna do some time traveling? You may want to learn to speak other languages before you go. Then the Americas, they speak English. Unless it was like the French or the Spanish Maybe. that buried it. They, they speak a lot of French up in Canada. They do. I don't know what they spoke back in. I would be like, wee oui, wee. Oui. And that's all I know. And they'd be like, okay. Why is there a weird guy <laughs> in the tree? I'd be like, French fries. French fries. French fries aren't French. <laughs> oh, man. It's in the name. Right. But no, no, we're not going into the history of French fries right now. All right, Charles uh, points out that they have never found this before. This is a completely unexplored area that they're in. And so that's exciting. Mm -hmm. That's probably why he's like, Marty, Marty, come look, come look. There's some uh, high-end items down here. I know it. Yep. <laughs> All the high-end items. All right, so Charles asks Marty, where do they go from here? Do they chase this or do they uh, define the shaft more? And Marty says that they need to... Uh, put the information that they have down, analyze it, kick it around with the team some more. And I think they just want to like leave that and move on. Right. Yeah. They're like, like, let's put a pin in this, kick it around with the fellowship. We know where it is now. And then Marty wants to fish a doubloon out of there. And I say, yeah, Goonies, man. But then imagine if you pulled out a doubloon out of there, you're like, Oh great. Now I have to match up where this key goes. No, not all the blooms have that, okay? All the ones involved <laughs> in treasure hunts do. I guess. They do now. Probably not. They should do that with Marty's toonie, like punch some holes in it. In the, Actually, I'm pretty sure that's defacing money, so. Yeah, Canadian government might not appreciate Yeah, that. probably not. Okay, so that was that part of the money pit. What else do we got? Was that it, the money pit? No. Uh, towards one? We had one over here. That's three. On my page one, I have. Oh, we already talked about that, I guess. Yep, let's go to the swamp. Hey, wow, that was quick. <clears throat> yeah, well, so this is like actually from the beginning of the episode. We got Billy, Gary, Rick, Craig, Aaron, Liz, Miriam, all Ooh. hanging out in the swamp. Yeah, because doing the, the work that needs to be done. Intense this year. Yeah, Billy's digging. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, Billy can. Yeah, Billy can. All right, and so, um, Craig and Rick are talking about digging along the stone feature, see where it continues. Uh -huh. And um, 
Plotworthy calls it a stone pathway leading into the uplands. We agree, Plotworthy. Yeah. We agree. All right, so now we like legit get to hear really Liz's voice for the real first time. Yeah, she gets a, a mini Liz moment. Yeah, it's great. And so she, Liz Michaels, she's explaining to Rick that this area where there's a dip in the pathway, how to start excavating that section. Liz tells Rick that they want to leave and place any rocks larger than a softball and just clean out the dirt from in between. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So her first like real moment is getting to boss Rick around. That's pretty cool. Get a boss, boss around the boss. Boss the boss. Cause like, okay. Marty Lagina and Craig mm -hmm. Tester, they're the money guys and they're the science guys and they're like the bosses right yes. but like really rick's like the the real boss because yeah because it's his baby yeah what were we watching we were just watching something the other day where um it was like from a couple of years ago where they were talking about digging gal one remember oh yeah and then like rick, marty's like i don't really want to do anything else and then rick's like no we need to do this and then that's the, right Mark, craig was on the phone and he's like, like, I'll, like I'll put in the money to do it because marty's talking about the budget and yeah. craig's like i'll put in more and rick's yes yeah and rick's like that's right you will and then <laughs> i got they, you guys so then rick like <laughs> totally like goes for the heart for yeah. marty and because marty's saying will you have regrets if we don't do this he's like yes like, yes, yes i will yes i will <laughs> he's like okay big brother i'll throw some more money at it what, what were you watching what, what, we were just it was one of the like best moments or oh, okay. something yeah. and it gal what a gal gal one their mom was quite a gal apparently mm -hmm. that's what rick said yes all right so sorry back to the that. swamp yeah back to the swamp yeah so um i mean i guess rick gets to work at that point yeah you know? so he sits down he, he gets to work you know he's rick like does, i gotta move stuff along yeah here. But rick does say you know like I think in his, like, he doesn't say this outright, but he's like, man, it's a little bummer that we have to do things like the archaeology way. But, but he does say it outright. But but it's really cool that they're so interested. Uh -huh. But, I mean, I wish we could be a little more aggressive with what we're doing because we kind of want to get, you know, past this. He's kind of <laughs> got this, like, where they're working against each other in his mind. He's got, you know, the conscience on either side. Like, mm -hmm. okay, what does he say? If the archaeologists are, like, this excited about it that's a big deal but we kind of wish we could move a little bit faster but it's good we have to do it the right way because this is really exciting if they're excited that means that's... me more excited but like mm -hmm. he's like come on let's go a little faster people but you know right like so gotta... bring in more archaeologists more trials <laughs> maybe we should just send them a box of trials to start the season mm. this next year good idea uh if they open up the borders i'll just show up with trowels that's fine i'll pack my suitcase with trowels 50 pounds of trowels <laughs> mm. okay all right so... think they'll let me stay <laughs> i keep angling for them to hire me this next year i'm working on it okay that's all i got <laughs> you think i'm crazy i know you are oh right, geez so gary is uh, out there too mm -hmm. if you didn't know yes and he's uh walking past them over the spoils pile and something catches his eye and he's like oh that looks Shiny. out of place yeah and so he picks it up and he's like oh there's an old piece of glass here it's it's old all right looks very old and um it's not clear you know it's like it's clearish but it's like it looks old like yeah. super old yeah 
And so he scoops it up and he's over there and he wants to show it to Rick and uh, Yells Craig. Yells Rick, yeah. And so, um, yeah, and he, he says that, like, if you're looking at this piece of glass, like, it's thicker on one end and kind of, like, tapers yeah. away, like, it gets Dinner. much much smaller on one of the other, mm-hmm. the other end of it. And he says that it's very um, indicative of, like, a, what do they call it? The Dutch onion glass Yeah, so bottles. old pirate bottles, as he says, or Dutch onion bowls. Um, it's got the iridescence in it. Uh, Craig points out the bubbles in yeah, it because it's hand blown he takes it and like immediately looks at it and says points it up at the sun yeah you know like he's gonna like uh he's got to analyze it. Yeah. he's channeling hensky right now yes where's hensky when you need him he could have dated that <laughs> then she's like oh i lost that back in oh uh, sorry know, i lost 400 years i, I lost ago. my uh, oh, wait, that's charles. rum bottle that yeah charles. that is that's charles yeah. that's right um and Clockworthy gets excited about a potential pirate bottle. Mm-hmm. And 16, 1700s ish. So. Yep. Which makes sense. You know, in Pirates of the Caribbean, where uh, Johnny Depp's walking on going, Yo ho, yo ho. And he says and something about the rum. Yeah. And he asks, But why is the rum gone? And he's holding the bottle. Yeah. And you see Kira Knightley like throwing the rum in. It's all in Dutch onion bottles. So if you want to know what they look like, at least in Hollywood, there you go. Go watch one of our favorites, the Pirates of the oh Caribbean. That's like our number one. That's one of our go-tos. Yeah, at least it used it to be. Right. It's not so much anymore. Yeah, it's been a while. Maybe we should fix that. Yeah. All right. So then uh, they kind of leave the swamp, at least on the show. But mm-hmm. then they do it to come back. And uh, wow, it's a long, long way until they come back. Yeah. We right, already so, talked about all that other stuff. Though. Yeah. When Rick, so when they come back, we have Rick Craig. Billy, Gary, and they're joined Dr. by Spooner, the Swamp Doctor. The Swamp Doctor. And he's like legit official, the Swamp Doctor now. Yeah. According Did you to see Steve. That? Yes. Steve, Steve Guptill. Steve called him out like on uh, Facebook as the Swamp Doctor. And so I just want to say, okay, like we coined that. So you're welcome, but, world. But did we? We did for for us for at us. least like <laughs> we when didn't he first hear showed up else, but maybe i think everybody probably yelled swamp doctor yeah swamp of stiltskin didn't really catch on i just i don't like it and i'm guessing he didn't but i, mean, I really want him it. on the show it's a it's a work in progress hopefully we'll see all right so spooner points out that his uh in his mind the rock isn't going to continue on forever R-O-C. makes sense roc what right there mm-hmm oh. Um, no, R-O-C-K. Oh, got it. Um, he suggests cutting into the soil mm-hmm. and digging a trench, you know, scrape it across. Let's see where this ends. Let's see where it turns. Let's uh-huh. see where it bends, right? Just around the rock bend. They look once more. Um, yes. And so they get Billy, mm-hmm. you know, the guy, the man. To the digger, the digger to cut some trenches. They take some peaks, and they're like, "Oh, look, there it is. It's yeah, still continuing this way." <laughs> and then that's where Deidre, you know, she's been harping on this all year. That's fine. About I this. don't harp on things. She harps on this, like the past few episodes of our podcast about um, the drilling down that yes. was on before the season, and how Spooner was on that drilling down, saying, "Yeah, it's like." We found some. It's at least two or three hundred feet long. Yeah, and it goes to things. Yeah, and so um, get longer, guys. Yeah, like we're seeing, we're seeing that happen now. Yep. So pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, so Rick says that um, they go uh, 
that direction. And if they don't see it, uh, they'll go uh, the other direction, going downhill and see what they get. But Billy, he just finds it like right yeah, away. Yeah, because Billy's the man. Yeah, Gary starts uh, to scan the spoils that Billy's uh, kind of digging out. Doesn't I don't think he finds anything. But uh, yeah, Billy's just digging trenches and he's finding lots of rocks and boulders. And Spooner is intrigued and says that he thinks that they are onto something. So he wants to clean it off and take a look. Uh-huh. So. And he jumps in the trench. As, as swamp doctors as do. As swamp doctors do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're seeing... Wait a second. You said Gary's metal detecting. Okay, once we get down the trench. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he points out. Okay, Swamp Doctor points out that where where all the rocks are at the bottom, we're not seeing like the sea horizon, but it's soil instead, mm-hmm. and the rocks are nicely fitted together, mm-hmm. which is all a good sign, right? So far as he's concerned, something is built there. Yeah. And it's running along the eastern edge of the swamp. So we're we're taking a hard turn, right? We're not headed to the money pit. Yeah, and that's uh So where are we going? Pine Tar Kiln? I maybe maybe something we don't know about yet. It's hard to know. This is crazy like the people that built it, did they cover it up? Mhm. That's what I, that's what I want to know. I want to know who covered it up. Well, and that's something Marty says I think it's Marty says later that, you know, they put in all this work, but then to go through all the effort of covering it up. It's wow. crazy. Yeah. Like that's a, so much effort to cover this whole thing back mm-hmm. up, you know, not with just like six inches of dirt. It's like feet. Like it, it was like a monumental task. So Yeah. Know. Well, and they could have been bringing down spoils from digging out the money pit to, especially if they have oxen to carry it. And bringing it downhill and covering this stuff up. It's very possible. possible. Um, But back to the metal detecting part. Gary does find something. He does eventually get a hit. Mm -hmm. And he found something kind of strange looking. Like they showed it to Mm -hmm. us and we're like, I I didn't know what it could be. I mean, but Gary says like a lever. Mm -hmm. Impossible key. Yeah. Uh, Is it Rick that says initially, or Gary says it initially looked like a key? And as Rick's kind of cleaning up, he said, don't really look like a key anymore. And it's got a square hole, Mm -hmm. like Gary says, and looks like maybe off of a latch or something. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of looked like, um, you know, like a ratchet, um, Mm kind of like maybe like an early form of that, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just like one specific size. You stick it in, you have something else connected to it, and, you know, you start turning Mm -hmm. it. You know, that's what it looked like to me. Well, and he talks about it being a keg key or a cast key or I was also thinking about. So he pulls up mm-hmm. the lock out of the swamp in the next episode. We see mm-hmm. that on the next time on. And I mean, I, I used to have a trunk and you know how. So if you have a key that you're going to stick in like a skeleton style or whatever, and it you're going to stick the key in and it's square and it's going to rotate it to open it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what I mean, keys do. Yeah. But over that open uh, lock area, you'd have a flap that comes down over it, mm-hmm. over on the trunk. And it kind of looked like sh- shaped something like that where the. You're talking about the next time on. Yeah. Yeah. We're not there yet. But I'm just saying that this cast key to me kind of looks like one of those flaps that would go over like one of the locks 
on a trunk or something. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, if he thinks it looks like something that would keep a cask shut or mm -hmm. a barrel or... For years and years, I've been looking for a cask key. Yeah, but not this <sighs> kind. Yeah, a little bit different, I guess. Yes. Watch Expedition Unknown if you don't know what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, Gary just notes that it looks old mm -hmm. and that it is a nice square hole, but it's crudely made. Probably not a high-end item. Sorry, Charles. It, it could be. It could be, but it looks crudely made. It so. does look crudely mm -hmm. made. Maybe we'll find out. I bet out. you Charles was like behind the cameraman looking. Oh, you know, it's like, to, like I don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is there something shiny nearby? <laughs> All right. So then Rick asks if the road is connected to the treasure story. And Craig well, is yeah. pretty quick to jump in and says that he has to believe that it is. Mm hmm and and craig man i'd love to talk to that guy he just says think about the amount of people you would have to have to do this work the massive amount of time the resources like we said the people he says the and just think about the time periods what are the chances of two massive things going on at the same time on oak island this so so-called uninhabited island until what the um, mid 1700s or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just like if there were two massive things going on, it, they're definitely at different time periods, or they're part of the same story going on at different time periods, or these are happening at the same time period. Especially for these two things to be so close together, it's one of those is it they're debating whether or not that part of the stone pathway is connected to the other part, right? Mm -hmm. And well, I think with Steve's helpful information, says it, it very well could be. I think we're going to need the swamp doctor to date some stuff and tell us. Yep. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. Well, it's kind of crazy that the swamp doctor is like not like actually working in the swamp at this point. Like they got him out well, of the swamp nearby he's very close by i mean he's in the swamp yeah so they're kind of realizing that this is kind of like the same road curving and going uh, off in a different direction mm -hmm. gary chimes in and says let's hope this is the off-ramp to treasure <laughs> everybody <laughs> giggles because we know that uh gary he, he's gonna kind of break in that tension he does and and we love him for it mm -hmm. all right so the next day we have another scene there with uh rick craig billy gary you know the usual cast of characters mm -hmm. um and billy is clearing the way as um they follow the rest of the stone pathway uh right away before he even gets to digging though he points out what could be a large flat stone um near the surface eagle eye billy i i was thinking the same thing i'm like man i bet you his vision's like 2010 yeah it's it's insane yeah if he has like contacts or had corrective lenses i would be shocked there's no way I bet you he's got laser vision. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then, but Rick's like, yeah, actually, I see that. But uh, we've got a feature. we got to follow it. You know, they've got so many shiny objects they could go digging at. But mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so let's follow this. Billy agrees. Let's just follow the feature. And yep. as he's digging, it changes to black dirt, which is a good sign, right? Yep. And Craig asks Billy to poke in it in this trench right because it seems like they're getting closer to potential rock with his scoop mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i just laughed like i had to pause and laugh because billy poking it is more like hitting it with thor's hammer or hulk's fist he's like yeah let's 
Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, there's rock there. That's pretty funny. <laughs> With the Craig scoop. Yeah, you, you saying that actually reminds me of this uh, YouTube channel that I like to watch. The mm, uh, they're called now. They're called How Ridiculous, and they drop things onto things. And so, like, they like to drop, like, anvils onto, like, trampolines, like, from, like, three, like, uh, like, I think, like, 300 feet high or something, or 150 feet. I don't remember. But they drop stuff onto these trampolines or into swimming pools mm-hmm. or... Um, but they like they like drop uh, Thor's hammer. Like they have like a, a yeah. Thor's hammer that weighs like I don't know like two hundred pounds, mm-hmm. and they drop it onto this uh, like watermelons and stuff. And then they have a, a Hulk's fist that weighs like six hundred pounds that they drop on. So man, it's like weird, but it's like really fun to watch. That's all I've got. Really, That's it. it. That's is, the end. It is really weird, and it's fun to watch. Huh? I enjoy it. You know what else is fun to watch? What? Chris Book Island. It is. Chris <laughs> Book Island is actually better, but the of other course. thing is like, it's fun. But so we already saw uh, from the trench before that Spooner was in, things were fitted well together. They seem to have found more of that. And it's definitely a bunch of smaller rocks that are fitted together. And Rick yells, Hey, Steve! Why didn't he say Guppy? Over here, Guppy. Next year, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, we didn't get Guppy to the masses soon enough. Yeah. Oh, it's it's out there now. It's out there now. It's out there now. It's guptil guaranteed. And he's about to give a guptil guaranteed oh here. I can't wait. Like, what is wouldn't be so cool if next season, like you just hear Laird saying, Hey Guppy, get over here. I need to talk to you. I, I want <laughs> someone to yell, Hearts for Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be hilarious. Please. Oh man. Uh so, anyways, Rick yells, Hey Steve. And mm-hmm. Steve comes running with the prison pole of truth. <laughs> And uh, Rick wants to know if the elevation where Miriam and Aaron are working, which is uh, at the, the swamp, swamp, the swamp. stone pathway that you know they're clearing out, mm-hmm. um, and where they're at with the new smaller stones to see if the two locations are indeed like the same elevation because it, it seems like they're different from mm-hmm. where they're at. Steve's like, okay, I can do that, no problem. And he's like, click, click. Takes a couple little shots. Boop, 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 boop. And <laughs> it makes that sound. I didn't he say his old one made some kind of weird sound and mm. he got a quiet one this year. Yep. Because the cameraman hated his other. Yeah, equipment. that's right. The cameraman hated it. Because yeah. <laughs> food makes you know why are they hating on the prison pole of truth when Gary's is always like beep, beep, beep. No, and it's like when he turns on boop, 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 boop. Right? Whatever, exactly. Yeah. Uh but whatevs uh steve says they are indeed the same level which is two feet above sea level okay i i'm kind of surprised because i thought they were at definitely different elevations but well do not question steve's measurements okay (laughs) do not question the science Uh, what what does laird say you can't it's 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 indisputable yeah you You can't can't. yeah absolutely not yep so i don't know uh that's kind of the end of the episode but mm-hmm. you know i don't know if they'll say guppy or guptil guarantee or um, we will. or uh, what he was the other guarantees they're the same level yeah i know but like what was the other thing guptil groupies no like any of that's just not going to show up on the show because nah. 
the show, I think they deep down love us, but they're not going to show our stuff on the show. Oh, goodness, no. When we watched the Dave Blankenship drilling down, mm -hmm. like Dave was like showing all this cool stuff that fans had <laughs> given him. And we're like waiting. We're like, please. Where, are they going to show the trading cards? Yeah. And you know, you know, uh, I mean, Dave, Dave showed the trading cards to Maddie's like, hey, look at this. Uh -huh. But then the Prometheus is like, yeah, we, you know, we, can't, we can't. I can't show that on TV. Sorry. Guys. I, they're just too awesome. Well, like Robert Clotworthy, he showed them to Maddie when during their interview. And I was like, ah, they're talking about us. Look. <laughs> yeah. I freaked pretty good. out maybe a lot. Yeah, that was um, pretty fun. It was. It's a real problem. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, so next, next time, time on the Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> so we have two previews. We yeah. have the one that comes on directly after let this. Me, let me read that one because I saw that one. I didn't see the new one. Okay, and then I'm just gonna say what the other one is. So the other one was most recently uploaded to the History Channel, and usually they do like a sneak freak, pretty like sneak peek preview a couple days before and that's what the second one is so cool. carry on all right so we have billy he says get ready for a bobby dazzler gary and i'm like <laughs> oh snap <laughs> well if billy's saying that he saw something all right so uh gary pulls a giant eye bolt out of the swamp like it's 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 big it's huge this is the key to the causeway you know that might not be a, a gary um you know bobby dazzler but it's definitely a billy bobby dazzler it's a billy dazzler that's what it should be called. <gasps> the Billy Dazzler. It's a Billy Dazzler. You know, it's kind of like the, uh, oh man, I can't remember what they're called now. What? Carry on. Okay. So they, then we see the money pit area. Mm -hmm. We hear someone yell 28. Then Terry yells wood at 24. Mm -hmm. And Scott. Scott says wood at 30. No, it's just mm -hmm. kidding. He says, this is what we want to see. Lots Scott of looks excited. I wanted to point that out. If Scott looks excited, that guy's never this excited. Is, this is a big deal. It's this is a step above Laird being excited. It is because, like, literally, they gave uh, so Billy had one day off this year, mm -hmm. right? And there was a day when they had Scott get in there and do the um excavating, yeah, over at the uh, the, the snake serpent, spoils the serpent mound, right? Yeah, yeah, and so like. Even like getting to replace or you substitute for Billy, that would give me the biggest smile I've ever had. But you know, Steve was just like, yeah, or not Steve. Scott was just like, yeah, it's just, yeah. He's like, I, I just do what I do. Yeah. But he's excited here, so this must be something big. This this is a big deal. If Scott's like getting in there and tearing stuff up, you know, something's coming. Yep. So Steve I'm watching says, you, Scott. It's completely virgin ground. So and he sounds excited. He does. They're all they're all stoked. must be deep then because. You know the 3d model i don't know and then gary's in the swamp and he says i got a signal and he pulls up a lock out of the swamp what deidre uh -huh. had mentioned earlier they do a field trip to carmen leg thankfully it's really great and scott was there and doug was there yeah so and, scott and doug field trip it yeah it's pretty cool uh they he calls what they're looking at uh, a lock and he says it could be for a box or a trunk or a heavy chest please be a heavy chest that was once full of gold Maybe it was full of shoes. Maybe. All right, it's so a shoe chest. Columbus is like lost shoe chest. Yeah, or it goes to like a hat box or something. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so the second preview. Yes, uh, which is the one I guess I will talk about. Mm -hmm. So we see Tom Nolan and Rick talking. Tom says, got to get some answers. And they're in the swamp. Mm -hmm. So naturally, I want to, Tom, I want to know if the hydraulic got uh, fixed over on the uh, digging location. Remember? 
Oh, yeah. We haven't gone back there. Yeah, because they're like, eh, it's on back order. It's on back order. We'll get you next Amazon's year. taken a while to get it. Um, This, okay. And then we hear, this is not something that should be in the swamp. And I'm like pausing it, trying to see. Maybe it's an axe head. It kind of looks rounded. Wow, though. it's like the seventh one this year. Yeah, and I'm like, wait a second. I, I can't tell if this is like a decorative piece or an axe head or what. I'm not sure. Marty says, as he's talking to Craig in the war room, I'm so sick of finding wood. Wow. Wow. That's, that's echoing a lot of uh, people online. Yeah. And they just need to get over it. Sorry, people online. Like, it's you get what you get. And what they find is what they find. You don't find treasure every single day. Just saying. No, Go it's ahead. called treasure hunting, not mm -hmm. treasure finding. Yeah, hey, you can't find you can't find interesting things well, every moment this of is every interesting. day. Interesting. You yeah. just can't find spendables every day. Well, yeah. Right. Uh, Carmen says that this is a higher end lock. Ooh, Ooh. that's gonna get Charles excited. <laughs> and then uh, Gary, we see a shot of Gary pulling the lock out of the swamp. And then also Gary pulling the giant like ring bolt eyeball thing out and says, now this is a piece of Oak Island history. Yep. And that's the thing that we saw Maddie Blake uh, get presented yes. from Billy. It's huge. Yeah. Would you feel like that's like almost a coronation? Like if you're the one receiving that from Billy, mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm like royalty suddenly. Yeah. Like I said, it looked like key of the causeway to me, yeah. but I would feel like royalty. Man, I wouldn't want to get hit with that thing, though. <laughs> Ow! Who's hitting people with that thing? Well, I mean, I just see, like, getting dubbed, and then, like, you're like, oh, it's too heavy! And, you know, maybe you can't get it over the head, and instead you get smacked alongside of the head. Damn. Yeah. No, I think they're... That's I, what happened. Like, you've seen the skull in the water. Yeah, but like they're buff. There. Like, they're fine. They're all buff. Mm -hmm. They It's that... They have to take the test whether or not they can knight someone with a ring bolt. Sure. That, that is your whether or not you can work on the island. That's part of the test. Sure. It is now. And All that right. was it. That's the end of the episode. And it was a fun one. And it was a good one. And hopefully the next podcast we do won't take quite so long to get to you. We have to stop saying that because then we curse ourselves and it happens like this. It's the curse of the Yolk Island podcast. Could it be? <laughs> yeah. uh, we do have pregame tonight. We do. 5 p.m. Pacific. Yes. 8 p.m. Eastern. We will be here live. Don't miss it. You, you don't can, want to. Come hang out with us. It'll mm -hmm. be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Uh, other things we need to take care of. Clot worthy moment. Ooh. So we did have a vote from the last time. We did. And uh, there was a winner. Yes. So we had Billy's beam versus the other beam. Okay. Okay. You want to know which one won? Oh. I could probably guess. Well, I could guess too, but I have the actual answers. All right, let's hear it. Looks like you have to hold the button down. Oh, do I? Mm. A wooden beam discovered next to the stone pathway? Could they be connected? Or has Billy Gearhart just found a different man-made structure? Or has Billy Gearhart just found a different man-made structure? Yes, it's Billy's beam. It wins. Billy's beam! Hmm. Congratulations to Billy's Beam. You're the clotworthy champ of the week. You're the clotworthy champ of the week. Wow. And so Deidre's not wearing her headphones right now, so she can't hear what's going on. So I have to tell her when the uh, clips are done. So this is going to be who's up against each other for clotworthy moment of the week for this week. Yes. Or for actually last week. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago. <laughs> right. Why? Way to really point out our faults right now. Yeah, that's fine. 
we have a lot going on in our lives. Just saying. Okay. And it's not that big of a deal. Like I used to think it was way bigger of a deal, but I don't hear very many people like complaining. They're just like, you'll get to it when you get to it. I know. You they, guys are too sweet. You're heart too us, nice and to we us. Heart them. We heart you. All right. Okay, so let's, let's hear what is this week's clotworthy moments. Go ahead. You have to hold it down. A possible boot heel found in the spoils of borehole 8B. Oh, you did it twice. Oops. All right. So a boot heel. A boot heel? A boot heel. Here, I'm going to press it this time okay. so that I can Thank you. I can it's Hensky's it. boot. That's no, why I wanted it. I thought it was Oh, yeah. Columbus's. It's Columbus's boot. Yeah. In 1492, Columbus lost his favorite shoe, says Susan. Yeah. And maybe it came mm -hmm. across in a trunk with a lock on Maybe. All right. So that <laughs> is up against the stone pathway. Oh, that was it. The yeah, stone pathway. Could it be? Wow. That's a. I so like it's a heel that's a boot versus the pathway. Because these boots were made for walking. Yeah. And you can uh, vote for your favorite clotworthy moment of the week over yes. on Facebook or Twitter. So mm -hmm. facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast. Correct. Is where you can find us. And then we have a group section. Click mm -hmm. on groups. You'll find the curse or the uh, could it be Oak Island group. Mm -hmm. That's where you can vote for the clotworthy moment. Mm -hmm. um, I'll probably I, I should probably do that today. Mm hmm. And uh, maybe Last we could vote on it for, for a day or two. Yep. Um, yeah, so go there. And you can also go to twitter.com slash Oak Island Pod. And you can find us there and vote. So, oh, vote, vote, vote. vote. Uh, you can always, I mean, not to vote, but just because you want to, you can email us or you can find us on Instagram. So on Instagram, we're at Oak Island Podcast. Our email is oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to be cool, if you want to be like marty lagina who once called us he did and left us a voicemail like we really like some voicemails so stop being scared and give us a call <laughs> it will be fun and it will be, cool. be a good time just ask us about whatever like oak island or don't ask us just um, say hi. about treasure hunting um about whatever so anyway you can call us our oak island podcast voicemail hotline is 360 eight three six four five four nine and don't be scared you can do it it'll be fine it'll be a it'll good be time. fun marty lagina did it you can do it if marty can do it you can do it yeah all right so um i, I think kind of think that's everything do we mm -hmm. have anything else we need to add uh i just <laughs> wanted okay we already talked about tonight we have pregame um the Curse of Oak Island and Beyond podcast. We already told you guys to go join their group because Laird and Steve are going to be on their show on Saturday. Nice. And if you want to submit a question, make do sure it. to do that. Mm -hmm. Cool. So that's uh, the Curse of Oak Island and Beyond on yes. Facebook. Go find them. Yep. All right. It's a group, I, not a not a page. You're looking for their group. Hey, join our group too. It's a good time. We, yeah, we all like we to we hang out. We we're, don't promote our group very much. No, we should. Um, yeah. it's called we're, Could It Be a Curse of Oak Island group. And we're there, and we like to <laughs> share it's fun things. Super casual guys, and we all have a good time. Kumbaya or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm tired. Well, I think that's the end of the episode. So thanks for everybody for being here live. Mm -hmm. I see all of you in the chat. So thanks for hanging out with us. And mm -hmm. thanks uh, for downloading the episode. Hey, you know what? 
we don't say this very much. Go leave us a review on yeah. on uh, Apple. We haven't got one in a while because we never say it. We ne- mm-hmm. like most podcasts I listen to at the beginning or at the end of the episode. They're always like, "Yeah, just go over to Apple uh, Podcasts and leave us a five star review." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we just yeah we haven't done that in a while. Hey, so, leave us a five star review. Yeah, go for five. It. Yeah, if it's four, don't leave a review. Just uh, send me <laughs> send me a message why you think we're a four star and not a five star. Yeah, I mean honestly, we always goofy, take good. Our feedback. If we're too goofy for you, well, I'm sorry. Go listen to another podcast because that's just the way we are, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We're we're not the we're not the most serious button down people. We're like we like to have fun. But we're a little serious sometimes. Well, I mean, yeah, but we're not. We like to have fun. Yes. Like that's the difference. Some other people don't like to have fun. Yeah, that's I like I'm to smile say. and have fun. <laughs> All right, have fun, guys. Yeah, so we're having. <laughs> you fun can with also you. leave us a review on Facebook. There's that option. Oh yeah, that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Or like, I th- I'm pretty sure you can do on Spotify or all these other places, mm-hmm. right? So that's correct. Go find us. Go. Go find us. Leave us tons of reviews. It'll be all great. the nice ones. Yeah, and we'll we'll read them on the next episode <laughs> or something nice. like that. I don't know. <laughs> all right, guys, have a great day, and until next time. Could it be?